So we are joined by the one and only Robbie Knox, who is uh, the favourite happy hour guest. Oh, very how did kind. That, how very did that kind. come about? How did you? What had ended up being unhappy hour? Yeah. Um, I um, so I met Jack years ago on some Chinese cooking contest thing before mm. I did YouTube, mm. like some branded content thing. Um, and we just became friends after that. And then occasionally he'd ask me to do things for videos or stuff like that that he was doing or or just help out with various bits. And I always yeah. said yes, because I like him. And then got me on Happy Hour. I started a YouTube channel and then after a while we, he got me on Happy Hour. And then after, just did it a few times and now I'm on it. Sort of like a third host occasionally sort of thing. So yeah, it's going back on Sunday. So we're recording it on Sunday. So very excited. We are the best episodes, though. Thanks, pal. That's very kind. I've, oh, I thoroughly enjoyed them. It's all about that song you wrote about Stevie. Yeah. Good, yeah. It's, we all like Stevie White. No, I can't sleep until he's dead. I said, ooh, if he died in the night, I honestly think I would come rainbows. Duh, duh, and so on. Yeah, that's the one. Duh, 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 duh. I hope uh, I'm I was just crying. Got it. I'm just gutted that we people can't go to pubs and stuff like that. I have <laughs> visions of the people around the country. I want to get videos of people around the country, sending them in of them and their I'll mates. I'll get it going. The when pubs reopen, for, like, with the yeah. Euros and all that, that'll be on national anthem. That that'd one. be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see like, the sick. England players doing it after winning. Uh, a weird question. On your Twitter, oh. all right, yep. I've done a bit of stalking. Oh, good. All right. Barack Obama follows you. Yeah. Yeah, How's that we used come to, about? We used to have sex with prostitutes together in the 1980s. <laughs> uh, no, no, we didn't know. What we um, basically, clipped. it's not, it's not as exciting a um, reason as that. Sadly, we, um, essentially, when I started following him before he was president, yeah. he automatically followed back anyone who followed him. Oh, right. so it was, it's not. He have you ever sent him like a junk text or anything? Not yet. Little oh, DM. Yeah. I sent Boris Johnson a junk text. Did he reply? No. No, didn't think he would. I'm a message um, saying fancy man. game on Warzone, big man, but didn't <laughs> reply. Joined in. <laughs> That'd be a sick video, that would, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I saw something on. I, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Tiny Temper. Some there's some bloke who, whenever he goes out, invites Tiny Temper. I think it was Tiny Temper. It might not have been. I, I invited him along on a on a night out, and then like he just got after like years of doing this, he got a reply from him just going. One day I'm going to come to one of these nights out. <laughs> That's it. So you never know. You never know. That'd be sick. Who's the most famous person you've met then? Obviously you've met the, is it Leon Gallagher you've met? Yeah. Who's uh, most famous? Um, Meatloaf. David Beckham's probably out there, isn't he? Yeah, um, Gordon Brown. Probably, I don't know. Boris Johnson, I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure how you, how you rank most famous. Yeah, true. Some of, those, some of those are up there. Right? Liam Gallagher was a bit of a messy one, wasn't it? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, but a couple of times. But yeah, he's 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 good. He seems a nice nice guy. I don't know him well, but I've met yeah. him a few times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll start with the questions for about mental health and everything. Super. If that's okay. Yeah. 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 So I got about one, two. I got about ten questions. We ain't got to answer them all, but. All right. So the first question is, what is the biggest challenge you've ever had to deal with in your profession and how have you ever, how did you deal with? In terms of mental health sort of thing? or just, Yeah, or just yeah. anything. Yeah, I mean, I think from a sort of mental health point of view, I got made redundant 
from a job. We, I, I worked at Soccer Aim for seven years, and yeah. then, and then um, I went to um, did a thing called uh, Channel B, which is like an internet TV thing. Yeah, and it was it was great fun. We did it for two years, and then we all got made redundant because it wasn't it wasn't making money essentially. Yeah, for <laughs> other reasons. Um, and so um, and it was the first time I'd ever really since I started my career not not gone to a job that and, and i've been lucky enough never to have suffered from depression or anything yeah. like that but but it did i was saying like, oh god what am i going to do and i didn't really know what i wanted to do because there, there wasn't particularly a tv show that i wanted to work on because yeah. there's nothing i really liked well, more panicking kind of thing i am so yeah it was sort of kind of like a and whilst i don't think i got into depression i got quite low and, yeah. and i could see how quickly you could slide from yeah. being on the sort of even keel to getting down there but luckily yeah. I, mean, I, I sort of started up my business then and, and sort of fought my way out of it i think it's what I business think it's is started... that is that your oh, sorry carry on sorry. no 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 no, no. I, run, I run a video production company um as my main oh, job thing so so doing that i sort of just built that up over the years because my thinking was i didn't really like getting made redundant so if yeah. i've got my own business i'm not going to make myself redundant <laughs> so i might as well just do that that's true then i won't have to do that again but i think it's i think when you're sort of don't know when you can't really see a way out, it's hard to sort of realise, it's hard to see what to do when in reality, it's like, so you move a mountain one step at a time, you've just got to be doing yeah. something to work yeah. towards the goal, but it seems when it seems so far away, it can be quite hard to do. Yeah. You've also got the, um, the is it the wine company as well, aren't you? you make your own. Wine. You I know, I own. make, I, I, I brew beer. Oh, so that's I, why, yeah. sorry, brew, beer, yeah. yeah. No, 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 I've, I've not got uh, a company yet, but the plan is to, um, to start um, brewing, do some sort of collaborations with breweries and stuff, and, and oh, try yeah. and get beer coming out. So that's that's the, that's the future plan for this year. Once we're allowed to get outside again, yeah. <laughs> so do you think like life is more stressful like today in like the twentieth century than when it was when you was younger? Without making you sound old. No, 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 no. I'm I'm forty three years old. I think it's different. I don't think. I'm not sure. I think in some ways it's better and in some ways it isn't like, like in terms of mental health, I, I think there's a lot more awareness of, yeah, and I yeah. sort of think back, did I ever have sort of anxiety or depression? That And I don't, I don't think there were necessarily names for things. There were things, there were times when I felt sad and lonely, but I don't know if we had, I don't know. I don't know what, what it was, but I remember at uni, like a friend of mine, he wouldn't mind me talking about this. A friend of mine, um, uh, suffered from anxiety, and yeah. in, in, I think in the, in the second year he went away, and he'd, he'd gone to a doctor and all this sort of stuff. We didn't really, we weren't really aware there was a, he had a problem with it beforehand, sort of thing. Um, and we didn't, there was no sort of understanding or, or talking yeah. about it then, sort of thing. So we didn't really know. So we were, our answer was, all right, mate. Are we and we were genuinely trying to help. We were going, um, let's come, why don't you come to the pub? Just come to the pub, yeah. sort of thing. And it might that might have helped in some ways, but also it might not be necessarily going out and getting drunk might not necessarily be the best sort of thing thing for him but we, i mean and we've and we've talked about this since then we've sort of gone i'm not sure we handled that the best way we could he's sort of gone he's sort of, no no it was it was sort of it was it was learning yeah, curve the winner for people <laughs> well yeah no it is but now i think there's a lot more information out oh there. yeah there is there's a lot more there so in some ways the plus side in some ways was i didn't have any social media or there's not really any video footage of me. Yeah. So you can make mistakes and it not stick around. Yeah. Whereas sort of thing now, if you say something 
on it's social media. It can be there forever, and it can be brought back years to come. Yeah. So I think it's 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 different from that point of view. But then on the other hand, there's a it's a lot easier to find people going through the same thing as you now as it was. Oh, yeah, Whereas yeah. otherwise, you'd have had to have just looked around and gone. <laughs> Anyone else got this problem? Whereas, whereas now you can just sort of Google something. So it's, it's, I think it's, it's swings around about, I think. Because when I got diagnosed with MADD. Uh, what is MADD? Uh, mixed anxiety and depressive disorder. Right. So yeah, I got diagnosed with that in about 2016, 2017. And my parent, they, they believe in it, but it took them a few years to quite understand like, like this is actually quite a, big problem like yeah. grandma like, the the older generation they didn't really like to me they, they didn't really believe what yeah. was happening kind of thing but now now they all do my sister works for nhs so she kind of talked to them about it and all. They, that's good yeah, yeah it took them quite a while i mean from my sort of when i was younger uh you'd sort of you sort, you sort of as i've grown older i've, I've got better i think it's seeing people I think maybe aren't as 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 happy as happy or as confident as they seem yeah. like there's quite a lot of um quite sort of macho men sort of thing I remember like like friend parents uh, friends dads or stuff like that sort of thing like those yeah. who are quite sort of manly men sort of thing and you sort of as you get older you sort of go oh, that they're not necessarily that confident that that sort of happy in life that it's, it's a sort of thing and, and then as you get older you sort of see a lot of people like that who sort of to go into depression or, or in some cases trying to take their own lives and stuff like that so it, yeah. you sort of do become a bit more aware of things I think is, as, I've, as I've got older yeah well hopefully in a few years there'll be a lot more funding and it's getting better people... it's oh, yeah. Getting better. Yeah. and you see a lot on, on YouTube I think I think you see a lot of, of people talking about things a lot more openly and yeah. there's a lot more fundraising things yeah. and, and talking about mind and other charities great charities like that sort of thing so hopefully i think it's getting better yeah oh yeah it is so i think people people ain't as scared to talk about their problems than yeah. what it was a few years ago yeah which is good I think, yeah yeah definitely i think i'm very much about focusing on happiness my yeah. happiness yeah. which sounds Sound, which can sound selfish sort of thing when you've, when you've, when you've got a family and kids sort of thing, but you're, it sort of radiates out from everything. I think you've got oh, to look yeah. after yourself and make sure that you're happy so that you yeah. can help make other people happy. And, and other people's happiness feeds into your happiness, doesn't it? Sort of yeah. thing. If my kids are miserable, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be happy. But I think people have, I think it can be very hard to see, but I think people have more control over their own happiness than they think a lot of the time. And you can do things i'm not in any way taking away from sort of mental health conditions and all that but, but i think i think people can sort of take action a lot more action than than they can perhaps see at times too oh to yeah things. yeah obviously you've lived in was it canada you you moved yep. there i was yeah. there for a year yeah could you see any difference between i said i don't know when you moved there but could you see any difference between the happiness there like living no, i think living wise the, there's some things i mean i lived in in a mound in a ski resort for a bit which yeah. was which is a naturally sort of a quite a sort of happy place because people yeah. go there i think people who go there a lot of people go there are prioritizing happiness over money because unless you're unless you've got a particularly good job generally yeah. there's a sort of ski bum sort of thing and i think most people are generally 
quite happy there. Yeah. Canada in general, I found because oh, everyone talks about how friendly Canadians are and how nice they all are. And I don't think they necessarily are any different anywhere else. I think they are outwardly nicer. Like if you meet a British person or an Australian, you can tell within about five minutes if they're a cock or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel Whereas there, like me and my friends, we'd meet these Canadian guys, and because everyone's really friendly and, and nice outwardly, it takes a while to work out what someone's really like. So yeah. we'd be hanging around with like, so a bloke for like about two or three weeks, and I'd get to my mate and go, you know, this bloke might be a prick. Like, yeah, I was just thinking that. I think he's, I think he's a prick. <laughs> it just takes a lot longer. Whereas here, I think it's, I think we've got a better system here. We can sort of go, oh yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a penis. Let's, let's ignore him. Yeah. Whereas there, it was much harder, much harder to work out. I, I, I've been to a lot of like third world countries. I've been to Kenya and all that. Obviously, the living conditions there are shit. Obviously, yeah. but everyone there is completely just happy. It's just yeah. Wh- way to think I, I think there's a thing about um like money has no relationship to happiness oh, no, no, yeah. money money not having enough money to, for the basics can cause unhappiness but oh, overall yeah. i've 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 i know people with not a lot of money who are incredibly happy and i know very wealthy people who are incredibly depressed sort of thing. yeah yeah and i think i think a lot of it is is just focus how you focus on things oh, and, yeah. and and what you and what you have and what you need and not trying to keep up with people. I mean, where I live, there's a lot of people with with very nice cars. The village I live in is sort of on the edge of London, sort of thing. Yeah. And I've got like a 2008 Vauxhall Vectra Estate that's got a dent on the side from where my wife scraped <laughs> it down a trolley thing in, in Sainsbury's. Um, and I don't I don't care because it's I look car, at everyone else. All oh, these it's a car. I don't drive a lot. I don't. It doesn't bother me. And most people have got two-year-old, under two-year-old Range Rovers that they don't own. They lease sort of thing and pay yeah, yeah. 500 quid a month or whatever for. Well, as long as you pay to be, it's all that matters, isn't it, really? Yeah, it doesn't matter. None of these things bother me. And, and it doesn't, I don't care if someone looks and goes, that guy's car's rubbish. Because <laughs> it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't affect affect me at all. It doesn't matter. I say Barack Obama follows you on Twitter. Exactly. Does Barack Obama follow them? He might do. They might do. I don't know. But, um, but either way, I mean, it's it's... What other people's opinions are, I think people put too much faith in. I did a video on this a while ago talking about, on my YouTube channel, talking about um, how to ignore what other people think about stuff. Yeah. And the sort of, the way I look at it is, because um, I think I think it's going to be a problem with people being paralysed to do stuff because they worry about what their friends are going to think yeah. and all that. And I think I think for one, People overestimate how much people care about them. I mean that in a nice way. I mean, I mean most of my friends, because I was like doing YouTube, that I wonder if people are going to think I'm having a midlife crisis. Um, <laughs> but but most people, people don't care. They don't. Oh, they're no, not yeah. thinking about you. They've got enough stuff. They've got stuff on. And also, if people sort of do, if people go, "Oh, this is stupid," like, that's their opinion. It doesn't matter. Like my my kids don't. Some of my kids don't like. My daughter doesn't like eating cooked carrots. Like she, that that doesn't mean that's her opinion that cooked carrots are nice. It's not it doesn't affect me. I'm not going to go. Oh, I won't eat cooked carrots then because <laughs> it's not my. It's someone else's opinion. So yeah. if that if that opinion you can discount, then why do you consider other people's opinions on you? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's hard. It's it's hard. It's not easy. But I think you've just got to try and get yourself in that mindset. I've gone off topic oh, yeah. here, haven't I? No, that's no, fine. It's fine. 
That's all right. So you've obviously done a lot of big projects with Soccer AM, mm-hmm. everything like that. Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming they're quite long hours, everything. Obviously, yeah. you're going to get like stressed from that. Yeah. So how, how did that make you feel physically? Um, It's weird because, I mean, I did some shifts where I did. I mean, there was a couple of times where I ended up working overnight from the Friday. So I get into work at eight in the morning on Friday and I'd work all the way through for like 30 odd hours a couple of times. So yeah. it was ridiculous in hindsight. Um, there were bits that it taught me resilience. I think it's good to push yourself. There were things in it, in it that were silly, like so the amount of some of the, the sort of hours that we did were, oh, were yeah. ridiculous. It's not the best environment for things. But and the amount, the sheer amount of work was quite stressful. But I think the more you like since I've done that job, I've never thought in work I've got too much stuff to do. Because I know you can, if you make a list and you go through and go, do that, do that, do that, do that, you can get through oh, yeah. stuff. I mean, and you, it has taught me resilience. I think it's good to put yourself in tough situations and sort of build up that sort of stoicness about you. Yeah. But I, but I, but equally, there are times when, when you, your body isn't in, isn't in a good way mentally you sort of lose lose concentration and stuff like that if you're tired so so it mixed mixed bag again yeah I, I worked in the manufacturing and engineering industry for since 2016 and then I stopped mm-hmm. last year because of my mental health the hours weren't bad but because I I done an apprenticeship and I didn't really get taught anything and then I, I used to just get put onto a job. I was like, I ain't got a fucking clue what I'm doing. But no one would obviously listen. And tell oh, that, I couldn't do anything. I was outside all the time. Like, yeah. Locking, like, fucking, it was shit. But yeah. I want to learn to, if someone don't listen to me at work or something, just keep on bugging them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't listen. think people mind. If, I think if you say, I don't know what I'm doing, in that, I think, I think a lot of the time the worst thing you can do is is pretend is 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 not say I don't know what I'm doing. Sort of thing. Oh yeah, no. most most things people don't up. know what they're doing. I've no doubt that Barack Obama have mentioned a few times. I've no doubt that he got into <laughs> the White House and went, I've got, not got a clue what happened now, sort of thing. But I think a lot of it is I think there's a power and there's a sort of strength in asking for help. In yeah, things. I think I think it's a lot of the time like i said I, I want to start um some kind of brewery this year i don't know how to start a brewery but i'm just gonna ask people until i know how to start a brewery sort of thing so i think i think asking questions is 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 the way to go and being honest and just going i don't know i don't know how to do this i'll learn but i don't know right now i don't oh, know yeah 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 i've got a question there it goes what kind of advice would you give to a young person who is just new to social media? Obviously, there's a lot of bullying and everything on social media, and yeah. lots of snowflakes and everything. Yeah, I think um, you've got. There's a, they've given you. They've given us a lot of tools to deal with things yes. now on social media. So you can block people. You don't have to have a public facing profile. You don't have yeah. to accept. So I've blocked people all the time, and I block people on social media who and people aren't generally aren't nasty to me. I will if I go on Twitter and someone's being racist or rude or something, I'll just block them in general. Yeah, like I've, there's there's a lot of 
politicians and stuff like that. I've just blocked. I don't <laughs> block the prime minister. I don't because I, I, I think he's enough. So I've just blocked. So I've just he's I've blocked him on Twitter. Not because he's like to be messaging me, but then he's not going to pop up. In in I'm not going to get annoyed by seeing on something. News feed. I think you've got yeah, and I think they are good at the algorithms are good at giving you stuff that, that that you want to see. I think the other thing to remember about social media is that anything you put out there is, is there forever. Is there forever, yeah. Or can be there forever. It might might well just be a sort of thing. So um to to do um to do that. So and also try and double every time you post something, try and think about if it could be construed in a different way. I know this is getting quite analytical. Like this morning I just I just tweeted I've got I played I've got football manager Twitch stream and I've got the German Cup final tonight for Britain, which I'm back. And I wrote a tweet with my suit saying, I'm going to get my Cup final suit ready today. I've seen that, yeah. Because we're going to beat the. And I, first of all, I wrote I wrote the, um, the disgusting subhuman team of Freiburg. <laughs> but then I thought, subhuman, I thought, I wonder. So I've, I tweeted that and I thought, what does where subhuman come from? And so I researched the phrase and looked back through it and and looked through it and, and it said like it, its origins come from like 19th century racial abuse of racial sort of stereotyping yeah. like that. So I thought, do you know what? Although 99% of people won't make that connection, there might be some people who will go, that's got racial undertones and all that. So I deleted the tweet and changed it to disgusting people or something like that. I can't remember. But so I think. I think trying to be as aware as possible of what might cause offence to other people is is sort of quite a good, oh, yeah. a good way to go. Very nice suit, though. Thank you very much. Very sexual suit, that is, Robbie. <laughs> Thank you. Please do. One second, sorry, I'm just being interrupted by my kids. So I'll tell you, right. I'm, just, I'm just doing a podcast. Can I, I'll come back. I'll come see you in a few minutes, okay? Thank you. Sorry about that. So I have a break whenever you need, by the way, mate. No, 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 it's all fine. It's sure? They're just used to wandering in, so I've just locked the door. <laughs> So I've got the first controversial question. Oh, oh! It goes: Do you think stress and mental health leads to drug or alcohol abuse slash addiction? I think it can do. Yes. I think I think yeah. Not 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 for everyone. Um, I think um, yeah. I think friends have, have become alcoholics. I mean, I yeah. tubes. If you know, um, it's a good, good friend of mine. He's he's an alcoholic. Is he the one um, who had the heart attack? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. So he's a soccer aim presenter um, at Heart Attack. Um, but I think leading up to his alcoholism, I'm not sure the timeline exactly, but I, I, his his dad died a, a while before. I think that brought obviously brought him yeah. down a bit. And I think that probably, I don't want to speak for him, but I think that probably contributed. I think it certainly can. And I think if, if you're, you've got to keep an eye on things. If you are down, you think, and you think, oh, like during lockdown, the first the start of lockdown, I was I, drinking I was like, every weekend. I was, I was drinking all the time. Like every every yeah. day, I was like, like I was going to finish about one. And after a couple of weeks, I thought, ah, this isn't this isn't Last sustainable. Let's knock it knock it on the, <laughs> on, the head, on the head. So, I think you've got to sort of keep. Yeah, keep I wrote eye. a um, I wrote a fact down. Yep. I said it's common for people with social anxiety disorder to drink alcohol to cope with social interactions, and then doing this can lead to dependence on alcohol during socialising. Which can make anxiety symptoms worse. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think that that completely. Uh, um, yeah, I don't think it's particularly controversial. I think I think it's it's sort of. I, I, don't, I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah. Yeah, because when I used to go to the pub before everything went to shit, if if, if I go to a pub where I've never been before, but my mates have, 
I'd have to get pissed really quick. So because because you're uncomfortable I, in the new yeah, environment, then I start feeling comfortable. But it's not. I barely go to a pub that I don't know anyway. I just go to my local. Yeah, I get free drinks. So. What is it? Yeah, that's good. That's all right. Might it? as well stay there or not. Yeah, you might as well. Hundred percent. So if you could go back to school, yep. But as a teenager, without sounding pedoph- <laughs> pedophilia, yep. Okay. Do you think you'll struggle mentally or physically? So you go back to a school in 2020 as a teenager, if that made any sense. So I've got the knowledge I've got now, or have, or am I just going back in just, time? Yeah, it's going back in time, but to yeah, school I, in 2020. I, it, I don't know. I think it would have been. I think if I went back with the knowledge I've got now, I'd have the best time at school because I wouldn't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, I'd, I'd be, I'd be unreal. I'd be amazing. I'd be like the best person at the school. Um, if I just went, if I was just a teenager now instead of in the nineties, I think I probably would find it harder because I wasn't a particularly confident child. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I sure um, so I think in that respect. But then also, I was quite into computers. I'd probably be quite into the internet. I'd probably have, I'd probably be aware of other people, sort of of other. Of, of other people in the same sort of thing. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think I probably would have struggled a bit more than perhaps I did. Yeah. Was you a popular kid? But then actually, having said that, um, I think schools are more aware of stuff like bullying and mental health and things like that than they were along in the past sort of thing. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I think schools are nicer than they were. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a good question. Was I a popular kid? Not especially. I had had friends and stuff like that but i wasn't like one of the cool you kept your circle kids. small yeah, yeah i mean i think I, I sort of would talk to everyone i think but i wasn't like in one in the cool kids gang but i think i was cool generally kids. quite likable um yeah i sort of just did a bit of everything like i've i represented like you know you have houses in schools i represent a yeah. house in, yeah. in pretty much every sport except for swimming by only represented the school in a couple of things like that. So I think I was all right. I think I spread myself wide. I was all right at everything, um, but not particularly excelling in anything. I've got another controversial question. This is the last controversial question. Yep. What's your opinion on smoking weed for mental health? Um, I don't. I don't know. As in, I, I don't. I don't have a, a big opinion. I think. I. I think you can see some people are, I've known who've smoked too much weed. Yeah, you can see. I end up with. Sort of have you ever? Have you ever tried it? Or? Not really. Not really. No, I've I've eaten. Stuff. <laughs> I, don't really like, I don't like. No, do you know what I mean? I've, eat, I've eaten things. I don't know what what they're. I don't like. I don't like. I've never smoked a cigarette. I should have yeah. smoked one cigarette for a sketch on Sakuraim. I don't like the idea of smoking, so I've never yeah. done that. Rather than a particular desire. When I was in, um, I was in Colorado last year, um, and so I thought I might. Oh, I might try. Because there it's legal and you can get like yeah. gummy bears and, and stuff edible, like that. Yeah. But then I didn't because I had to because I was driving at the end like custodian system for a while, but I didn't want to do anything that might be impair my ability to drive. Because they were saying oh, it could be days later, it could still be. Yeah, it's just that's not. I don't do that. So, um, so no, not really. I reckon. I think it can. If you smoke it once a month, once every two months, but if you smoke it every yeah. day, then. You need to realise yeah. you've got a problem, kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's like a lot of these these like I'm not anti drugs. I've not really got into anything, but I'm not yeah anti 
drugs in general. I mean, there's lots of interesting stuff about sort of people microdosing yeah. psychedelics and stuff like that and all, all these sort of things. But I don't, um, yeah, I've never really, I thought I'll, I'll drink booze and that's enough for me. <laughs> I've got a new habit. Good old, good old booze. Yeah, good, good old booze. Never causes problems, booze. No, never causes fights or anything. <laughs> it is mental. If they invented booze now, there's no way. Be, always, it'll be banned. Yeah, I always think if, you, if you're if you an alien, you came down from space <laughs> and you came to Britain and they go like, what do you sort of need to survive? Alien's when you go, right, what do you sort of need to survive? And you go like, oh, and you walk Fish around town with him. And, a beer. and you go, you need you need a bit of food and you need some water and all that. And it's, but mostly it's, it's food, food and food. Water comes to your house, mostly it's food. And they go, oh, and all these build, all these little things that are everywhere, are they are they all selling food? They go, no, they're pubs. They go, what's what, what pubs? They go, oh, they sell this drink um, that makes you um, not really know what's going on. And if you have too much food, you're, you're sick. So we, got, we have those on every corner, but like just one supermarket every, every five miles or something like that. So you get food every five miles, but this drink that makes you feel weird, you can get everywhere. Right, cool. What's your weird? I'd love to see an alien get pissed. Be good, wouldn't it? Absolutely leather to get ET on the booze. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I do miss the pub staying up all night. Oh yeah, I can't. Just, I love it. just, just socialising. Yeah, I was, I was doing some, um, I did some filming. Um, the guy called Max Fosh the other day, and I bumped into Bambino Becky afterwards because mm. she was filming after me. And um, the only time I've ever met her was when we went out in walk. summer drinking by the river on a walk. Yeah, and. We were just saying to us, we said to the God, how much, how nice would it be to go out just to get drunk by a river yeah, now? Yeah. So, so, yeah, as soon as lockdown's over, I'm, I'm then at last, last after lockdown one, I was like, oh, I'll wait for a little bit to check it safe before going to the pub. The minute yeah. it's lifted now, I'm going out. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be queuing, queuing. Come on, it's 11, get open. I live in, in a small airport. village. Oh, I live in a small village, so it's not that many people here. So, my local yeah. pub's just. Like a working men's club, is it? Yeah, we've got we've got. I live in a, a village. There's like eighteen hundred people here, but there's like four pubs. There's four four pubs. pubs here. Yeah, Jesus. a big village. <laughs> yeah, I, live, I think we've got about a thousand people, eight hundred right. people. Yeah, mostly it's just old people. Is it? But they tell some of they they drink. Oh yeah, I've seen some of my eight year olds with walking sticks, like waddling home. I'm, I'm going to walk you home. <laughs> do you ever remember that? I mean, you might be too young for this. There's a story, you know, William Hague, the politician. There was a that, he, politician. There's a story. He's not like a cool looking bloke. Like, I think that's fairly fair. He's a conservative politician. There was a story in a newspaper that he said that when he used to, he was younger, he used to work delivering beer for a brewery. And he said every place he stopped, he'd have a pint of beer. And he said he'd have like 14 pints a day. Jesus. And I was thinking that I think that's so made up because it's um, because it's be on not. The floor. But yeah, yeah, because it's not. It sounds like someone who doesn't really drink, guessing what a lot of booze is and trying to be impressive. Yeah, but for what that's a lot. It wasn't. I didn't believe it. I thought that's so made up. And it used to really make me laugh that he'd said it. But then um, one day I was getting a taxi in London to Shoreditch to do some work, and the guy saw I had camera gear with me. He goes, "Oh, what, are you are you on?" TV and I said no I used to be and I used to be on Soccer AM and all this stuff and chatting and he said you went oh you're like the second famous person I've had in here today 
I was like, I'm not really famous, but I said, oh, I said, all right, who, who did you have him before? He said, look at this. He got a photo of his phone. And it was like William Hague, this politician, this story politician. He said, he said, I've just dropped him off around the corner in Shoreditch. He's going to a pub for an all-day drinking session. I was like, maybe I've maybe I've got this guy wrong. Maybe William Hague is oh, an like a legend. Legend of the of the booze. So yeah, I, I apologize to William Hague for doubting him. Oh Jesus. Oh, I do you missed a pub today. I I just want a whiskey and coke. Do you, would you? I'd like a bit. I'd like a nice beer, a nice craft. What's your favourite craft ale? I, I read oh, at the minute. I really like something Verdant Brewery, which is a brewery down in Falmouth, I think maybe in, in Cornwallie way. Um, they are. Uh, they do one called I think three hundred actually a garden. It's a nice, really fruity pale ale. That I absolutely love. I'm going to have one this evening. I've got my last one of my of my order ready. So I really like that. Um, there's a load of really good. If you like a sort of fruity beer, as in not as in one that's flavoured with fruit, but one that's got a fruity yeah. sort of taste to it, there's a lot. There's some brilliant, brilliant beers out there at the minute. I like. I'm just a whiskey. But I like all whiskey. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love whiskey. I had a big night at uni drinking like Southern Comfort. I'm gonna touch whiskey soon. <laughs> yeah, I've had some bad nights on whiskey. Yeah, it does that, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> Especially when you wake up in the morning, Jesus. That's bad. With anxiety or, or you mean hangover? Just both. You think yeah. about what did I do last night? And then people it's weird that, it... isn't it? Because I remember because yeah. I when I remember thinking back at when I was at uni, I remember having a night out. Because I think things seem so big at the time, don't they? Like, oh God, what have I done? I've ruined my life. But I remember having a night out where I, I said something. I was talking to a girl and I embarrassed myself or something, I think. I can't it was. It was a friend of a friend or something like that. But I remember being so embarrassed the next day. But now I think back at it and I can't remember that girl's name. I can't remember what she looks like. I can't remember what I said. Her friend that I knew, I haven't seen for 15, well, 20 years probably now anyway. Yeah. So, like, it's so something that seems so big at the time. Afterwards, you go, well, it didn't matter, did it? In the grand scheme of things, that was not important. And the worst one for me was when um, my local pub, they, they got new owners. So you had, like, a massive piss-up to say goodbye. And I got spiked with four Viagra pills. But I was, by I was by who? My mates. Oh I was keeping those a whiff I could not remember last night or the night before. And my mates messaged me saying, how was the Viagra? Is it still, you know? I was like, what do you mean? And they told me all these stories about like, I was trying to like move past people. And obviously, it's a busy pub, so you don't want to like touch a woman on the leg by accident. I was walking past. Oh, so had it kicked in? Yeah, it, it, kicked, in, it kicked in at the pub, yeah. I was gone. The Viagra was you, bad. <laughs> so you didn't know that this had happened? or I didn't. I knew it then because they told me. But when I woke up, I just completely yeah. forgot the whole night. Wow. Yeah, he, that, was, you, that wasn't you, a good you, night. Need better friends. <laughs> I don't even speak to him anymore. Oh, fair enough. Then there you go. I've got one last question. Then. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've kind of talked about it in there, but do you think there needs to be more help for people suffering mental health? And how would you help? Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. There needs to be more help. Uh, help. Um, how? How would I help? I do try to. Help. I get a lot of messages from people. Um. Uh. Who who say my videos? Which I wasn't expecting. Say my videos help their mental health. There's oh, yeah. a guy recently who sent he sent me a message saying it was I think well, I recently it was during like the first lockdown. He said like I've I've we just had our first child. Things haven't gone well. And the baby's in intensive care and I can't go in because of COVID. Yeah. He said so. I just came home and I watched ten hours of your videos to try and chill out. 
which is really lovely. It wasn't something I expected. I'm glad people do that. I think in general, I think trying to promote kindness and chasing happiness is what I'm going to do to do things. So being nice to people, if someone's angry at you online or something like that, just think about why are they angry? It's not because they're happy. It's not, and, and have a little bit of compassion in this and go rather than just shouting back at them and then they'll just get more angry and it'll just go like this. Yeah. Just just sort of play it down or laugh it off where possible. And I'm not saying you put up with endless abuse sort of thing, but you can just mute them or whatever like that and move on more kind. A good example, my friend Alex, um, he lived out in he lives out in Walthamstow in, in sort of east of London, and he was getting the tube into central London to go to work. And it's got like a 25 minute journey. I was getting on. It was, a, it was a really busy tube and he bumped into someone or something like that. Or there was some kind of altercation. This guy started having like this sort of mind argument. Oh, watch out, mate. Oh, swearing F off and all this sort yeah. of stuff like that. And um, and then, but then they're on this train and they're like next to each other. They can't move for 25 minutes. Just didn't they? Both like sort of seething like this. So he got there. They got right into central London after 20, 25 minutes. And the other bloke just turned around to him and went, mate, I'm really sorry. I've had such a stressful morning. I'm really sorry for getting angry with you. And I was going, I'm really sorry too as well. I just, I, I just, just he apologised, I suppose. Yeah, and it was lovely. And the guy went, do you want to have a hug? He went, yeah, I'd love that. And they just had a little <laughs> hug on the train where they're separate ways and never sit again. So you never know what's going on in someone's yeah, life. Yeah. Like you could see someone driving badly and you could think, oh God, what an idiot, something like that. Or you could sort of think, he might have. He might be trying to get to the hospital, take his sick child who's just yeah. had some injuries. You don't. You don't know. It probably isn't that. But if you try and sort of go for the best, the sort of kindest option, I think. I think it sort of yeah. it sort of helps. And I think there's a lot of people just shouting at each other on this particular social media. So I think just try not to what get involved in all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I could never go to London. I don't. No. Know if I'd, I'd, I I couldn't manage on the train. No, it's. I mean, I used to when I was younger. I used to think God, I'd hate to live in London. And then I went to Norwich for uni. I was like, okay, this is a city. This is all right. Then I went to Vancouver, which is a bit bigger. Yeah. And then when I was travelling, I went to Mexico City, which is huge. I was travelling around. So after all that, I was going, oh well, it's probably all right. Yeah, London. It's. I mean, it was a great place for me to live in my twenties, but I wouldn't want to if it, then. If I don't like people with me, I'd be fine. But I think on my own, I could. Yeah, I couldn't manage that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Not for everyone. Osama, one thing that does cheer me up is that story you told on Happy Hour about nearly having your balls cut off. Yeah, that's that I could watch that on repeat. That that will always crack me up. That will. It was. It was. How funny, did that make yeah. you feel? It was. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, a, it's a long. It's a long story. I mean, if you want to hear it, they can hear it on, on Happy Hour. But it's it's um, when it was happening. Long, long story short is I had a thing called testicular torsion and the, um, the because of a doctor's handwriting, originally when I went to the hospital for my preoperative assessment, instead of the form they were going to cut off my testicles and I had to make sure it wasn't correct. Even at the time, even though it was a bit scary and a bit weird, I remember thinking, this is going to be a really good story afterwards. As long as oh, I don't yeah, yeah. cut off, this is going to be a story. And I think life's about stories. I think that's oh, the yeah. meaning of life. Making if you can memories. sit in a pub... If you can sit in a pub and have enough stories to keep the chat going, I think you're doing well. Yeah. That'd be, oh, that, that always gets me out of this. I'm surprised you actually um, replied to my tweet. So I, I messed up, well, I tweeted like Doody Rhino, uh, Stevie White, 
like other YouTubers and like counselors on Twitter. You're the only one who replied, so cheers for that. That's all right. I mean, I think people. Are, I mean, I've I've got nothing else going on in my life. I'm just sat around here. No, yeah, I people, think people. Yeah. I think people are are busy. You don't necessarily see. Oh things. yeah, yeah. And also forget like I've most people who who ask me to do a podcast, I will say yes to. But then the problem is, I will not. I will be in the middle of something when an email comes in or something. And I won't reply to it. So I think I think the lesson is to politely ask repeatedly ask people as long as you're not harassing someone and turning up outside yeah. their house but i think i think i think most people want to help and if and if, and, and and what's the worst that can happen if they don't like yeah. don't reply yeah so so um yeah yeah I mean, well you're, you're very welcome and i've had a thoroughly oh, nice thank time. you very much so i've run out of questions now i just wanted to know if you've got any questions that you want to ask me about how, um, my, my what, mental health. Anything. How did you first? Yeah, I would. How would? How did you first? Um, what was it called again? M M A D D M A D D. Um, what were the first sort of sim- symptoms? If it's the word, what were the first things that you sort of realised that it wasn't that, that, that you had a problem? If you, if, if that's the it right was that um, that college I was doing bricklaying, right? And my hands were just constantly. It, it was my second course. It wasn't my first course. That's why I knew the college really well. Yeah. I knew a lot of people there, but my hand was full on like that all all day, every day. I, I was getting teachers telling me like, "Are you on drugs?" I was like, yeah. "No." And then my tutor, because you were because you were because you didn't know what you were doing, you were worried, or what was what was? No, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, so did, did you feel all right? I felt all right yeah. mentally. I didn't feel all right physically. Okay. And then my teacher said. I've booked him with a counsellor, if that's okay, with a college. Here's the date. You don't have to go to it, but right. if yeah, I was you, good. I would. That's what I'm saying about modern-day yeah. school things being better. That would never have never have happened. <laughs> yeah. And then on the way home, because I, I got sent home, I rang my sister up who works for the doctors. I said, all right, I'll put myself in. And then I was like, laughing to her, saying, huh, my teacher thinks I've got anxiety or depression and my sister turns around and said to me so I went, yeah I think you do as well I was like, right oh, cheers for telling me now but you had no <laughs> idea ago. I, I, I had no idea no right so it's cool. interesting and then I think my granddad dying as well I think that that got me a lot as well because I was really close to him so yeah I think that hit me quite bad but yeah, I've yeah six about six years now I've suffered from it and how are you doing now how are you today I'm fine today. Every well, but when we first started a call, I was a bit anxious, but yeah, I think. Uh, and in general, has it got better over time? Would you say, or is it? Does it uh, not really. Not really. No, I'm being tested for bipolar as well, so I'm on. I'm constantly on different tablets. So. Right. Yeah, I'm on these tablets that make me fucking angry, so I've stopped taking them. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, really want I think, that. I, yeah, no, I think there's this. It seems to be with a lot of these things. There's a lot of trial and error with with different. Oh tablets yeah, there is. Yeah. Like that, I've been on loads. Get the right things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, good luck with I'm, it. And hope I'm slowly getting there. Hopefully, hope you get there soon, or, or <laughs> things improve a bit. Yeah, I finally figured out what I want to do in life. So that's kind of what's that? I want to do counselling. Brilliant. So I'm currently at Open University. So six year course. Nice. 
And that's, yes. that's, yeah, that's, 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 that'd be, that'd be, that'd be great. I think you, you obviously got a, a good understanding of, yeah. of these sort of things. So I imagine it would, it would, it would, it would help. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought I might as well try and set up a podcast yeah. about mental it's... health, but then also do other podcasts where just random talking. Well, it's good, isn't it? It's, it's it, it, it will help people. I mean, even if not, not millions of people see it, if it helps one person. Oh yeah. That, that, oh, yeah that's all I, that's all I care yeah. about. Are you able to tweet this out or? Yeah, of course I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let me know it's out. I'll show it. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. problem. Thank you. Brilliant. Right. Well, I'm going to stop recording now. Wonderful. Thank you for that. I've enjoyed it. It was good.